This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth podcast. Uh, I'm Barbara, and on today's show, we have... I'm Cole. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. And I'm Barbara. Hi, boys. Hello. Hello. I'm Gus today. Hi, Gus. How's it feel? I hate I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I So I hosted Always Open for like four years. Mm-hmm. I, hosting the RT Pockets is completely different. Mm-hmm. Hosting another person's show is rough. It's yeah, very, it's like, yeah. Oh, you have to be like, oh, God, okay, I have to read a card. I remember uh, I, read, I hosted um, Chump once, and I was like, oh my God. this is a disaster. And I was like, no, <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what we wanted. That's, that's how exa- I felt with, uh, with Off Topic. You did Off Topic. Yeah, yeah. I hosted that, Off right? Topic for uh, Michael when he was... Um, Oh, I think he was in Chicago at the time for the Face Jam mm-hmm. podcast, and uh, yeah, that was rough. It was it was a shit show. Yeah, I don't even know. Have you ever seen it when he hosts it? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, that's what I'm saying. It was worse than that. <laughs> that's hard to believe. It, yeah, it was, pretty, I mean, it was pretty bad. I, I thought you did a great job. Oh well, thank you. I watched it. I don't know if it was great, but thank you. Thank you I so would much. say it was at least an A minus. <laughs> I'll say this: we renewed the 24 hour contract. Yeah, after you did it, still here, the still here. Yeah. He yeah. gets his contract auto-renewed every day. Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah, yeah. That's, on a, that's one something day that Jeff has said, like, very, very consistently, is that, like, I'm I'm not on, like, you know how, like, people just, like, normally get employment, and then you're, like, you're, you're here until you screw up. Yeah, well, uh, well, mine is just, like, mm-hmm. 24 hours, and mm-hmm. it's like, eh, you did a good job today. Maybe we'll just do it's another 24 hours. on the same contract. Yeah. Wow. Weirdly enough. I thought you were still an intern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you get paid here? You paid in Gatorade. Mm. Oh, they have the cool Gatorades you guys out there. Drinks? I don't what do you mean the cool Gatorades? That's in year two. They're like a can. They look like they. I thought they looked cool, and then it said uh, "throwback." Oh, so that's how I could tell it was a cool Gatorade. Oh, you mean the, like the the soda can Gatorades? Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are cool. Those are neat. That's a throwback. That's a thing that used to exist. Mm-hmm. Canned Gatorades. What's what they used to look like back in the day? How long ago? Was I born yet? I was in high school. So, so maybe no. not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was definitely like that in the 90s. Okay. Must have been like early 90s. I was born. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? You're, are you a youngin? Uh, yeah, I'm 25. Born oh in 96. <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm the youngin. I'm not the youngest one, though. Oh, no. You are no, not. I'm not. Not so. by far. Bless the Lord. You're yeah. almost half my age. Well. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that weird to 20, think about? 21 years younger than me. This wow. motherfucker over here. Wow. But you, I mean, but you look younger. Than I do. Me. Thank you. You do. Thank you. you look great. You look great, Jeff. Everybody looks great. Compliments <laughs> around. Everybody looks fantastic. I, I pride myself on feeling like I look younger than I am, a little bit, just a little bit, like not by much, maybe like a year or two. Yeah. And uh, someone was doing my makeup for something this week, and uh, we were talking about like age and and high school and stuff like that, and she's like. Oh, um, how old are you? Because I, I think you're probably around the age of, of my friend Charlie. And I was like, oh, I'm 32. And she goes, oh, my friend Charlie's 36. And I went, oh, that's sad. You thought I was 36. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would argue that 32 and 36 are around the same age. No. I don't really? think so. I don't oh, think... man. After 30, that stuff stops counting like that. I feel like 34, I would say like 32. 30 to 34, I would say, maybe looks similar. Hmm. But like once you get over 35, I think that's when you start to. So you're saying like 35 is like the death age? 
Maybe. Is that is it? <laughs> is that a goalpost that you keep pushing? Like, did it start at thirty, and you're it, like, it, once you're thirty, that's when you look old, and then you hit thirty, you're like, no, it's thirty-five. It definitely did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember being like twenty-two and being like, man, twenty-eight is so old. Are you still carded? I am. I got carded this weekend. I was buying mead at the Ren Fair. I mean, you are forever young. I'm. Yeah. Forever little young boy. Though I, in my life, I've been carded more buying video games than I have alcohol. What? Yeah. Have you bought more video games than alcohol? At this point, it can't be the case. Okay. Why do you get carded for? Oh well, I guess yeah. Yeah, M-rated games. No, it was like yeah, I was can. like twenty-eight going to buy like Halo or something. They're like, "Could I see your ID, sir?" And I was like, "No way, no." And they're like, Halo. <laughs> <laughs> "Why?" And they're like, "This is an M-rated game, sir." Like, uh, oh, what is that? Eighteen? Yeah, it's seventeen, eighteen. So I thought you were under seventeen. I I'd ha- I have no idea how. Man, boys look so young. You guys age like fine wine. Oh. I age like already spoiled milk. <laughs> like it's already spoiled and then it just gets worse. Oh, it just no. like solidifies and then See, I wouldn't even crusts. I wouldn't even say like looking at you that you look like you're in your thirties. I thought you were in your twenties when I <gasps> when I first met you. Joe's my new favorite. No, in all seriousness though. Like I had no idea. Oh, thank you. So no, that means how do you think I look? Oof. I don't know. <laughs> oh no. Six, Sixteen. <laughs> Can't buy those that's you, that's you can't buy those <laughs> games. Yeah. How are you, Jeff? Yeah. Who me? Yeah. How am I? I haven't seen you in a while. Is that true? Have we seen each other recently? I don't know. Podcast content. Oh. I haven't seen you. In See, a while. I don't. How Jeff? How? <laughs> Cole, I don't think I've seen you in like four years, but no, you know, right? I don't think that, I, that may be definitely pre pandemic. Yeah. 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 I'm okay. How are you? Good. Yeah. Yeah. I realized I was getting ready for today. I wasn't supposed to do this until yesterday. And so I found out yesterday I was doing this and I thought, oh, I should come up with all the stuff I'm going to talk about. So I looked at my notes. I have a ton of stuff to talk about, but it's all it's all related to the other thing I do. It's all and related so it, it wouldn't the, make sense to the face podcast. Yeah, the, the face thing. So mm. I'm at a bit of a loss for what to discuss. Do you, we could be your testing ground for the stories. How do you guys? Well, all right. Let me ask you guys a question. What do you think the perfect cup looks like? You ever thought about cups? It needs finger grips. Like what? Are we talking cup or glass? I'm talking cup specifically. Like plastic. I'm I'm done with glasses. Okay. I had an I had I bought when I when I moved into my new house year a couple years ago now, I bought like twelve glasses, right? And I'm down to like four. I pulled another one out of the dishwasher, cracked. And I'm just uh, sick of glasses breaking. So I thought, fuck this, I'm going back to plastic. Plastic doesn't break. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, eventually. Uh, but the half-life on plastic is way longer than glass, right? Mm. And, uh, and so I started looking, I started thinking about cups and um, trying to figure out what the perfect cup is. And it's, it, I don't know. And I've, I've been polling people. Everybody has, uh, every, everybody has an opinion. I'd like to get y'all's. My opinion is, and Joe, you might not know these yet, but the uh, plastic reusable take-home Rudy's cup. It is so funny you say that. That is the number one answer of almost everybody. I'm really? Honest. Yeah. We, it's because we have so many of them because yeah. a lot of restaurants in Austin have that exact cup. Mm-hmm. It's like the same Pop cup Dottie's, blank. Rudy's. I think. Not, uh, not Dottie's, uh, Mighty Fine. Mighty Fine. Yeah, yeah. Mighty Fine has them. And it's just like standard size. You could put your whole hand around it mm-hmm. pretty much. Hold it well. There's some like of the bigger cups that are a little too big. Because so, if that's full of liquid, you kind of need two hands to hold it. So I uh, I went to Zuzu the other day, and they had plastic cups, and you could take them home if you buy them. So I did. And it's like the Rudy's cup, but it's bigger. It might be what you're describing, but I have, you know, 
Man hands. I got man hands. So uh, I find it to be quite enthralling. And now I'm trying to figure out how to get more mm. without having to go to Zuzu every day. Or uh, maybe I want to collect a bunch of, I don't know, I'm just, I've, I've been, I got cups on the brain lately. Or you could like take some people there and be like, you got to give me your cups. That's a good idea. That's yeah. a good idea. I think the best cup is. Joe? Um, well, I don't know what the cup you guys are talking about. I've been to Rudy's. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been to Rudy's, okay. but I didn't get a drink there. So How do you go to a restaurant and not get a drink? Well, because well at the time I was like trying to cut out like, Did you do, like, like a soda cup of water. Stuff, so I just like hydrating? Yeah, I just got, just like, got water. So yeah. you cut out liquids? Yeah, all together. Yeah. yeah, you could do the little the little water cup that they give you. Yeah. You, don't, you don't get the Rudy's cup though for that. Yeah, but you get like a little tiny little plastic. They give you like a shot cup. glass for that. Yeah. Basically. But um I think the perfect cup for me it would be like, you know, like those glasses where they're like kind of rounded at the bottom. Mm. Like, like a little flat end. They're rounded and they come up like this. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, like that, flask. but just but plastic. plastic. Just plastic. Interesting. Mm. That's Interesting. probably the only answer of that, I imagine. Yeah, I haven't gotten <laughs> that one for it. It's pretty much mostly Rudy's cups. Are you like inventing your own glass right now? Like this, this yeah, doesn't I'm, exist. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking okay, about, yeah, yeah. you know, getting a patent for it. Well, listen. <laughs> Go on Shark Tank. <laughs> We have a company that does that. It's called Uniform. And it's a fuck Sorry, thing. we don't talk about we, that. We invent, we invent products there. Oh. I'll be inventing some cups soon. That's I why I'm par- partially why I'm taking all your feedback. Your idea just got stolen. Thank you. Are, are we going to sell the perfect cup in there? I'm, go- I'm going to push to very s- hard to sell the for perfect. us to sell the perfect cup. It's, it's oh got to be God. called the perfect cup. The it's already got a name, but I can't talk about it. Oh. <laughs> Andrew and I came up with it the last name. It definitely has to uh, tell you whatever's in it. It... It'll say a lot about it. Yeah. 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 It will. I'm really, really jazzed about it. <laughs> can't wait to can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see my cup come to it's life. the problem. Without my name on it. Right. It, it should be called the Joe Cup. Well, no. If it was my cup, I'd call it the perfect cup of Joe. <gasps> oh. Whoa. Steal that. Steal that. <laughs> uh, all, I, all ideas uh, that are presented <laughs> on this podcast are owned by Rooster Teeth Productions. <laughs> I have a question I've been saving for the RT podcast to ask people on the RT podcast mm-hmm. uh, of something I've been seeing circulated around social media. <gasps> and I think Drama? it's gonna, it oh, might've no. been brought up before you. I don't know if you guys don't have talked it. about it on Fuckface. Don't do it. Do you think there are more no. wheels or doors in the, oh. this, in the world? This has been a major topic of discussion in my house because my girlfriend is also on TikTok. Okay. Uh, and apparently that's a big damn deal right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, had, we went and counted all the wheels and doors in the house. What was there more of? Wheels. Way more doors. What? I had 55 doors in my house, something like 20-something wheels. Oh, are we talking like cabinets and stuff? Cabinet doors, doors. count. That's the every time I, don't, but doors do. Every time this conversation comes up. I thought we were just up, talking about like handled doors. A like fridge is a Person-sized doors. That's for some people, doors that is a, door. is a door. Some people are that size. People know. are counting Hot Wheels wheels as wheels. I, so if you're going to count that, you got to be able to count like cabinet doors. Oh. Yeah. Because I forgot about toys. Or yeah. like wheels on a, like a, you have like a kitchen island table. Mm-hmm. You have wheels on that. I already I still see think the it's chat wheels. being really angry. I still think it's wheels. You think it's wheels? Yeah. I guess because every, well, every car has four wheels, but every car, not every car, a lot of cars have four doors. Or five. Five. Or five. Or five. But then you think about like. And then there's know, also a maybe, spare in the trunk. Maybe there's a hanger, right? Where it's only got like a couple points of entry. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the big hanger doors. But inside. It's a mass collection of Hot Wheels. How? You also have desk, desk, desk chairs that have like four or five wheels. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like six million wheels to like f- seven doors. You mm. know what I mean? But what if some of those Hot Wheels have articulating doors? Fuck. Just put a hole in my argument. <laughs> I, think, I think of it like this. 
with the exception of a motorcycle or a bicycle, mm-hmm. I guess we would say every car has doors. Maybe a dune buggy doesn't, but ha- but yes. how many dune buggies are there in the world, right? Yeah. yeah. Essentially, every car it's has marginal. at least two doors. Yeah. Every car has four wheels. Well, probably five wheels if you've got a spare. So there is some disparity, potential disparity there. But how many? But there are houses all over the world with zero wheels. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. See, I just like. I guess I wouldn't call a cabinet a door. According to my girlfriend, it fits the letter of the definition. I, what would you? I just thought it would. What be is like, that? What is that thing that you're opening? Is it a cabinet door? It's a cabinet a door. Cabinet. But it's I a think cabinet it's just door. Like a different there's a the qualifier. entire thing. The entire thing is the cabinet. That's that's why there's a difference between like a door and a doorway. Yeah. You know, like the cabinet is the actual thing, and then that's the cabinet door. Yeah. Jeff did not count correctly if he got 20 wheels. Fuck you, I did too. I know how to count. I know exactly how many wheels are in my house. Very few. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you count like desk chair wheels? I don't have any desk chair wheels. Oh. Oh, you're fancy. Mm. You, fa- <laughs> you, don't, you don't got a wheelie chair? <laughs> I just don't have a lot of wheels in my house. Okay, no, that's fair. Did you count the, the wheels on the bottom of your refrigerator? My fridge doesn't have wheels. Mine doesn't have wheels. What? Yeah. You guys don't have fridges where you like, you know, when, they, when they're installing them, it's like there's no little they, they were like, we're installing this. Pick it now. It's there forever. I bought a new oh. refrigerator today. Today? Oh, finally. After how long of that old one being a, a well difficult thing? Here's the problem. Oh, no. Uh, this will also be content for the other podcast. But uh, I, uh, I priced out a fridge last year, mm-hmm. Joe. But for the space that I need it. Uh, it's a very expensive, very big fridge. It has to be this certain size sub-zero fridge. And uh, it's it's like buying a car, right? And mm-hmm. so I didn't pull the trigger because my lumpy-ass old fridge still kind of works. In, it, some of it works. Enough of it works that I don't, I, I don't want to spend that money. Uh, but when I didn't buy it, they told me, you should come in and, and uh, <laughs> you should buy it now because the, the lead time because of uh, supply chain issues, it's like eight weeks. It could be two months before you get your fridge. Yeah. Uh, so I went back today and I said, you know what? I'm going to pull the trigger on that fridge. And they said, okay, uh, it'll be here, uh, next February. No, that's a lot yeah. longer than eight weeks. Yeah. It's a lot longer than eight and weeks now. Supply chain March. Yeah. It's a year. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I gave them all the money today though. Okay. Well, now and you in can't a year, in a year, I'll find out if that fridge fits. All right. I can't oh. wait. And if it doesn't, then well. I will, I guess, send it back and wait another year. When I don't in February know. is it coming? Uh, they didn't give me a specific date. They just said okay. early February. Well, we so. got to make a we got to schedule for the RT podcast. My fridge fitting. Exactly. <laughs> Live stream the, it maybe. It's the fridge fit. Is it is it like a commercial size fridge? Mhm. Mm. It'd yeah. be so funny if it didn't fit. For some of us. I feel like you would sooner just get a new house. <laughs> like I spilled some salsa out of it today. My existing fridge, and I was on the ground like cleaning it, and I was like, "This thing is." It came with the house, mm-hmm. and the house is a hundred years old, so the fridge is close to that. Okay, and uh, but it, you know, it still mostly functions. Barbara's seen it; it, it does the it's majority of the things it does. Uh, it doesn't doesn't illuminate Cold things. Drinks, yeah. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it makes ice, but the ice is full of rust, so we don't eat the ice. Um, you know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't spray water anymore, and if it did, I certainly wouldn't drink it. Uh, but you know, it keeps it keeps eggs cold and whatnot. It's missing about half of its uh, shelves because they keep breaking from, uh, I guess, extreme age. But anyway, so I was cleaning it this morning. And I was looking. And I was like, "This thing is just fucking old and sucky." Yeah. And I didn't pick this. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go to the store and I'm just gonna say, "Screw it! I'll take out a loan if I have to, and I'll buy this <laughs> stupid fridge." And then so I did. And I felt so good about myself. And then the lady goes, "All right, you'll have it in a year." And I thought, 
Fuck me. Is there a chance it could come sooner? Can't win for losing. There's always no. a chance. There's always a chance. Yeah. She told me, uh, I asked that. I said, what are the chances I might come a little early? And she said, you, it's far more likely to be significantly later than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably going to yeah. be two Februarys yeah. from now. You know what this reminds me of? What? Uh, whenever I try to schedule a haircut or hair color with your girlfriend. <laughs> My girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who owns the salon and is a, a always booked up. And it's like, Busy oh, yeah, lady. we have availability uh, in June. And I go, okay. You know what sucks about that, too? It'll be like, hey, I was thinking, let's go to Vegas for the weekend. She'll go, like, when do you want to go? And I'm like, I don't know, like, maybe in a month. And she's like, yeah, I'm booked up through July. Yeah. So uh, you oh have to gosh. tell me when you want to go on vacations four or five months in advance so that I can set the time aside. So I, I get stung by it, too. Yeah. Yes. Very, very popular. The salon must be popping. Yeah, it's po it's popping, as I they say. I need to know where that is because I'm trying to bleach my hair again. Well, you, oh. we can, they can do that for you next February. I was going to say. Do you need to schedule next, next year's RTX? Yeah, yeah. Next year, not this year. Think you're going to go back to the bleach? Yeah. It's a good I want to go back to, well, I have to do like a rose color. Something that I owe. A rose color? I owe to uh, my community that on, on streaming and stuff. And, oh, is this uh, like a donation thing level that you stretch hit? Stretch goal. Yeah, yeah. It was something that they did uh, towards like the middle of last year. And I just didn't get done because life was just so crazy. I was like, mm, I don't want to go get my hair hair dyed right now. So your haircut looks really good, by the way. Thank you. You just got it right. Yeah, it uh, it's a little all over the place right now, though. Like I don't know what's <laughs> going on. My hair is like super wavy right now, so it's just kind of like flopping over and going this way it's and going look. that way. Mm -hmm. so. I feel like a lot of people are, would be envious of that hairstyle. I mean, it's just it's just uh, it's effortlessly all, all natural. <laughs> all I made the mistake of deciding to bleach my hair. Because I wanted to be very, very blonde. Mm -hmm. And then realizing that I'm too pale for it because I, I turned into all one color. And then I was like, I want to go back to like my more natural color. And so we went to that. I realized that it's not exactly my natural color. So my roots are growing out a little bit. And my roots are just a little bit lighter than this color. Mm -hmm. So it looks like I'm graying. Because like if you have like kind of blonde coming in with like a brownish blonde, mm -hmm. it looks like it almost looks like it's a noticeably gray. lighter color. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. At the very, very roots. So I'm like, I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> And I, I can't know. see Emily until 2023, so, like, <laughs> you know. That, and that's, like, you know, might be even later. Than yeah. That. yeah, that's <laughs> a, no chance of earlier. Just embrace it and go full gray like Johnny Knoxville did. I would. Yeah. I would. I feel like uh, a lot of people could pull off the gray really good. Yeah. You pull off the gray really good. Oh, thanks. Got some salt and pepper in the beard. Dude, I just got my beard shaved today by, uh, by actually, my girlfriend. Uh, and uh, it was, like... It was just, it just looked like a, an old dying man's pubes on the ground. It was just, it was just all gray beard hair. Yeah, oh. I didn't realize how gray I was until I saw it, until yeah. I swept it up. Until <laughs> you swept Pretty up gray. the uh, old man pubes. Yeah. Mm. Cole's yeah. going to be forever young. Are you graying at all? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Every time I look, I'm like, is that gray? I'm like, no, I just have bad lights. Yeah, yeah. bad lights. <laughs> I have a ton of gray hairs. Do you? you do? Mm -hmm. Really? At yeah, when, 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 I, when I like push my hair the other way, it's just like, a lot of white hairs, of a ton. So you're all hiding it. Destiny always tells me she's like, she's always just like, you're gonna be like salt and peppered by the time you're 30. I'm like, yeah. no, <laughs> no. Don't you say it's that? All stress. It's yeah. all stress. I think it's very cool gray hair. I wish people were more accepting of it. No, gray hair is actually a it's, a, it's a look. Especially, I feel like the it's a really good look when you have like very very dark hair and then mm. some like sprinkling. That's a good look. Mm. I'm into it. I dig it. That's why. That's why I see. That's why Jeff is such a handsome. Man, well, let's know. not go that far. Oh. <laughs> it's, all the, it's all the gray. All the gray. <laughs>
This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Chime. Kick off 2022 with a better checking account with no monthly fees, no overdraft fees, no foreign transaction fees, or no service fees. Get all that and then some with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card. They've also got over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs all over the place. Like at most Walgreens, 7-Elevens, or CVSs, you could access your money when you need it, where you need it. Make your first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using Chime. Signing up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash Rooster. That's Chime.com slash Rooster. Now for some legal stuff. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Get fee-free transactions at any MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATMs. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must use a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Sometimes pulling into your driveway after a trip to the grocery store only to realize you forgot one key ingredient for dinner kind of feels like the end of the world. But with DoorDash, get the groceries you need or backup meal from your favorite local restaurant delivered. Sure, you could get meals from restaurants you love, but now you could get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash in under an hour. Desperately craving a late night snack? Or you forgot one key ingredient for dinner? Or maybe you just want to stock up for the week. With DoorDash, get it all in one app. DoorDash is easy to use, has pretty much everything I ever need, when I need it, and when I'm on the go. If I'm in a pinch and my tummy is a rumbling, I got DoorDash on my side. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code ROOSTER. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code ROOSTER. Don't forget, that's code ROOSTER for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. This episode of the Rooster Youth Podcast is sponsored by Cuts Clothing. We are all super busy and we have a lot on our minds all the time. The last thing we need is to spend even more time and energy thinking about what to wear. That's why Cuts Clothing makes it easy. You guys know Gus. He's always looking sharp in his shirts thanks to Cuts Clothing and their site is super easy to navigate and get the shirts and material you want. Cuts views men's shirts as both an art and a science. You could slap on one of their shirts and look great without ever thinking about it. Every cut shirt is designed for a modern, tailored fit, and they're insanely comfortable. Plus, Cuts has all the essentials for looking sharp, like tees, hoodies, polos, and more. You could finally stop bouncing between brands to shop for different shirts. And if you're looking to mix and match colors or styles, like long sleeves, henleys, short sleeves, crew necks, all the things, Cuts has your back. They even developed their own patent fabric that never shrinks, pills, or fades, and is ridiculously soft. Join hundreds of thousands of guys who have made it the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with cuts. You guys could get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash rooster. That's C-U-T-S clothing.com slash rooster for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. Ah. I had so many Red Bulls this week. Did you? I think I might. 
uh, have messed up my system. So you were on a, uh, you probably can't talk about it too much, but you were on a big shoot this last mm-hmm. week. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. A, a few of us, yeah, we were doing a, a big shoot for something that hopefully you'll see maybe around the summertime, maybe a little earlier than that. Um, but it was like one of those shoots that was like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. Mm. And I was like, got to bust out the Red Bulls. And mm. then I realized by like day three of the shoot that I hadn't pooped. That's the Red Bull. In three days? No. And I went, I should probably stop drinking Red Bull. Because <laughs> I was having like, I was just having like one or two a day, which is probably more than mm-hmm. anyone should have at any point in time. See, I had two just this morning because I was yeah, so tired. I've, I've had three monsters in that Red Bull today. I, I was shaking yeah. though, like I, after. I, was like, I cured myself. I went on vacation to Mexico and now I wake up at seven and go to bed at midnight. I don't know what happened. I hate you, Cole. I hate you so much. But also, Jeff, don't, don't. Do that. I've only I've been doing that for since they've been exi- in you existence. Said you had two monsters. Three, I think. Three I monsters three and a Red Bull. I had today. two white ones, an orange one, and then I had that Red Bull, and I'll probably have something else. What's the best monster? Tea. We've been okay. What's the best monster flavor? We've been talking about it a lot. Animation. <sighs> I'm a white monster stan. Mm-hmm. I really dig them. Uh, but uh, I've been drinking the orange one lately. It's uh, it's kind of like creamsicle. Mm-hmm. I really dig it. I really really dig it. Okay. Um, the red, the pink one's okay, but I don't. The, is that the Frosé Rosé? I think so, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I tend to stick to the 10-calorie ones, so uh, okay. I'm, I'm more limited in the palate. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy because there's like 50 flavors, and yeah. half of them are coffee. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't roll with any of the coffee stuff. <laughs> no, they're stuff. Not, not good. No, it's not. I, the purple one's all right. Have you ever had the purple okay. one? Yeah. I, uh, I discovered a new monster flavor. It's like the mango one, one of the mango ones that they have. It's actually really good. Really? I don't know what it's. I don't know what the flavor is called. It's like a blue. It's like a bright blue can with like, I think... Yellow, yeah, lettering. The fiesta, it's like the fiesta flavor or something. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. it is. Mango's really hit or miss. I it either like tastes like mango soda. or it tastes like a fruit you don't know, but yeah. it's there. I feel like it's usually hit over miss. You think I so? Mango, yeah, most of the time. I like yeah. mangoes, but mango flavored stuff sometimes is like wildly different than mm. what I feel like a mango tastes like. You had a pineapple flavored Red Bull this weekend. I did. Yeah, we, was... we had a lunch together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me, Trevor, Joe, and, and his lady. Yes. I don't lady. know if you said her name publicly. I have. Okay. Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. We went to Haymaker. <gasps> oh, nice. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah, it was my first time there. Introduced, the food's great. Introduced mm-hmm. uh, Destiny to the habanero pickled egg. So good. Which is my favorite. Do yeah. they still have the fluffer nutter Cristo there? I don't think they did. Oh, that's too bad. Unless I wasn't looking. Hard. On the dessert menu? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw that. I used to eat there all okay. the time. Yeah. There's some good food there. We had poutine, of mm. course. I didn't try it. I love poutine, but I didn't want to steal any from Destiny. So I was just like, <laughs> like and then, yeah, because when we got in the car, she was like, I'm sorry. I should let you have a bite that a little bit. Poutine compared to like Canadian poutine. Honestly, it's it's not bad. It's not the right type of French fries okay. that we use in Canada typically for poutine. But in Austin, it's probably the closest you okay. can get. I it's say. in my only experience except for like one restaurant. It's like, we can do poutine. And it wasn't. It was like. Like deli cheese <laughs> cubes and like queso. And yeah. Stuff. How come there aren't like like Austin's full of Mexican restaurants, Tex-Mex restaurants, Italian restaurants, Chinese restaurants. How come there's no Canadian restaurants? Like in Austin, or Haymakers just in like the only one. I don't, like, yeah, I mean, I guess Tim Hortons is the only one I can think of. I think it's because there's not really enough Canadian-specific cuisine. To make like an entire restaurant out of, you know, because yeah. like Canadian cuisine is very similar to American cuisine in a lot okay. of ways. You know, like but, burgers and sandwiches. And what all else that kind is of like, there's like Canadian, Calif- but there's like California cuisine in yeah. Texas and there's like New York like style pizzas and like New York style food. So 
There's, there's probably no Canadian restaurants because we don't want to get in the way. <laughs> we don't want to take up space. But, that gets me thinking, though. Like, obviously, poutine's a big one. Mm-hmm. And I assume you would order your milk in a bag at the restaurant. <laughs> but <laughs> what, what else is, like, what is, like, I, I've been to Montreal and I've had that brisket at the place that you recommended, yeah. which was phenomenal and very Schwartz's. different from Texas. Schwartz's, that's it. Very different from Texas brisket. Uh, and, and super valid in its own way and in some ways just as good. Um, but what else is, like, uniquely Canadian from a food standpoint? The only other thing I could think of off the top of my head would be beaver tails. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which <laughs> sounds hilarious, but it's not what it, it's a pastry basically. So okay. it's a flat, like kind of shaped like a beaver tail pastry. Um, that's typically fried and has like cinnamon sugar on it. Mm. Um, very popular when people are out ice skating. Really? Um, and there's a few restaurants in Canada that I've been to that make like gourmet beaver tails. So they'll have like different toppings and stuff like that. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. That was Reese's Pieces. Maple syrup is also another one. Uh, Maple syrup, of course. Canada, everyone knows that. I'm sure I'm missing something very obvious, and and I'm if there are any Canadians in the chat, please feel free to. This is something I never thought in. of before. But you know, you go to Australia, and they're like, "You gotta have kangaroo," and you're like, "All right." First time I went to Australia, I had kangaroo. Of course you really? do. They require it. It's gamey. Yeah, mm. but it's good. It's all I right. had. I, I I don't imagine it was like real, but I went to like. Oh, there was like a burger place in town that used to like specialize in we have one big game burger at every restaurant, mm-hmm. like every one of the chains. And it was like this one, we got kangaroo. I was like, well, I got to try a kangaroo burger. I was like, this tastes just like the ingredients. Mm. Like it tastes just like tomatoes, lettuce, pickles. So I was like, just I don't scared. I don't know if I'm getting anything from this. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, that's like Buffalo. Like how uh, Colorado was a lot of restaurants. Does he buffalo. buffalo. Oh, like real buffalo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hunter 559 says a lot of American foods originated in Canada. I believe really? that. Interesting. I'd love to know what those are. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. America is, if we're good at one thing, it's stealing <laughs> shit from other cultures yep. and re- <laughs> reappropriating it as our own. Yeah, very mm-hmm. true. I'd be curious to know what exactly they're referring to. Yeah, me too. Probably a bunch of stuff. Healthcare. Probably we haven't probably, sold that yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not doing a very good job of, of stealing that. You stole it and then made people pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was fun. It was good. Good little lunch. Yeah, but you got a, a Red Bull with lunch. Well, uh, no, it's just like the yeah. Well, because we had gone to um, an mm. outing the night before. We went to mm. the, oh, a South uh, by event. The South by a South by event, and then um, I know that I had more than I wanted to drink that night, mm. so I woke up and I was tired. I woke up. I didn't realize. I, first of all, I didn't realize daylight savings time was Sunday. For real. I woke up and it was like an hour before we have to meet. And I was like, there's no way that it, it, I slept like almost 12 hours. Holy yeah. shit. That must have been beautiful, though. N- no, no, <laughs> no. I was confused when I woke up. Huh? Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, what time is it? I was like, oh, it doesn't look that late. And it's like 12. And I was like, oh, God, I got to go. I was, uh, I was telling Joe earlier today, I had a nightmare last night that I died. Um, and I don't know if it's like daylight savings and like your sleep schedule being yeah. like slightly off, like messes up with my dreams and nightmares and stuff like that. But it was one of those things where I was in a car crash and I was like dead. And in my subconscious, it was like, Hey, like get out of this, like just step out and like wake up basically like get up. Oh, so you were like almost and, like, like lucid dreaming. And like... then I like woke up and I, <laughs> we were talking about how like, <laughs> did I, <laughs> is that you dying in your yeah, sleep? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I was like, maybe you just died in your sleep and you actually came back to life when you woke up. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's just so creepy. I hate that though, because I, I sometimes have those nightmares that feel so real 
while you're in them. And then waking up and realizing that it's not real is probably the most relieving feeling of all time. Yes. Yeah. Or there's like nightmares that are very confusing when you wake up, like a nightmare where you do an entire day's of work, day's worth of work, and then you wake up and you <laughs> haven't done that day's work. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst day. Everything's going wrong. And then I wake up. It's like, oh, that's the foresight of what could go wrong. <laughs> it's funny I'll bring this up because I have been thinking about dying a lot lately for like the last couple months or so. Uh, and uh, so I've been reading a lot about people who have died and then come back to life. Really? And uh, I, not because I'm dying that I'm aware of or anything. I, I just, I just, say, it just like, got on my, it just, I don't know why, it just got in my head. You know, I'm getting older. Uh, and so I, I've been doing a lot of reading and with uh, like virtually every story I've read from somebody who died and was resuscitated and brought back to life makes dying sound pretty okay. Like they were good like before they, they got brought back. Kind of like Buffy in season five or whatever when she died. Sorry if you haven't, it's 30 years old. Uh, and they brought her back. And she was like, I was so happy dead. Like everybody's like, no, it was cool. It was comfortable. I felt at peace. It was nice. I, it, was, it was kind of a bummer to come back to life. So now I think dying's going to be all right. I'm not worried about it. Mm. There's all, so many stories that make it sound totally fun. I mean, I mean, you can't really do anything about it once it happens. It's true. Like, and you yeah. don't know that it happened once it happens because you're... Well, we don't know. No conscious. Who knows? I, oh, that's true. True. You never know. That's that's why you don't know if you but died I mean, in your sleep or not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, no, because you knew you died in... Wait, okay, yeah. So you, in the dream you died, but you didn't know if you died in real life. Right. Okay. Hmm. Which you might have. I might have. But briefly. Yeah. Yeah, and then and my brain back. woke me back. Yeah, but my, that my, wasn't my, very my peaceful then. for like five seconds. Yeah, like yeah. maybe my brain just like stopped and yeah. then it went. Not but, yet. But then poked you and was like, But then that wasn't peaceful because it was like a car crash. Right. It was weird. It was a weird car crash, though. The car like floated up and then like bounced and then like did a thing. <laughs> Very realistic. <laughs> Unlike Buffy's mom, that's sad. Why would Aww. you say that? Uh, Y'all mentioned South by Southwest. Have you? Did you guys do a lot of South by stuff? Did you see the Halo drone thing? No, oh, no. Uh, I only went to the one event. It was. Uh, it's like an optic. Optic and razor. Yeah. Uh, party. Oh, cool. That was cool because I got to meet some people from RT that I've never met before. And oh, who'd yeah. you meet? Uh, got to meet Sophie um, and Michelle, uh, Michelle and from AJ. Design and AJ. I think AJ is like a, one of the bigger people I've met. And then um, a couple other people from like Optic, stuff like that. Did know. you meet uh, that guy Hector? Which, who was Hector again? The guy who started Optic. Game. Oh, Hex. 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 Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I. I don't. Th I don't know if I saw Hex. It was. I had lunch with packed. him recently. He was a really nice guy. It was packed, and I also don't know if this is a factor of, of getting older, but holy fuck, it was loud in there. Really? It was like well, every conversation was like, "So, how yeah. are you?" Well, there it is. The venue. Good? So a QR for. Yeah, it ends in a QR, but they do like a. There's a Halo, and then there's like a. Uh, Warthog, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It was a drone show. Yeah, and it was just like Master Chief of the Energy Sword. And this was just like over all, downtown Austin, I guess. Oh, I didn't see I'm that. I'm so no. ready for what like... Was that? I was over the weekend sometime. I, I just saw it on Reddit. I didn't know it was going to be there. That, should, that probably was Saturday night, but considering we were inside... I'm yeah, kind of ready for that to take over firework shows. Mm-hmm. Drone shows Like you insane. see some of those like that come out of China where it's like they have like crazy like mm -hmm. drone shows. And it's like, I bet that's like... Better for the animals, like it's not terrifying dogs as much. Mm. It's like something you understand a little more, like right? It's like, do you need the sounds or not to make a fireworks show enjoyable, or is it just more about the visuals? I think it's the visuals, yeah. Visuals, right? Yeah, who needs the I think it's the smell, the gunpowder, yeah, mm, that's a big that part of it, good. too. 
So just okay. it's a multi-sensory experience. Disney it up, pipe in the gunpowder smell. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Jack and I interviewed a dude who makes smells for theme parks the other day, actually, and then you'll pass. Does he do the smells for Soren? Or Soaring? I forget. What I'm it's not sure what he was allowed to say he did or didn't work on. Okay. But he provided with us with a lot of samples of smells from certain places. What did he go to school for? Uh, <laughs> like no, I actually he yeah, I asked him that question, Cole. Uh and you can find out the answer by listening to Annual Pass right. Podcast, uh, because I don't remember. He went to school for something different, mm. and then he fell into that. Maybe marketing or Got design, it. maybe something artistic. I don't remember. But then he fell into smells. That's like, I always remember in uh, high school, like my, my senior year, they asked everyone, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the room was doctor, teacher, uh, doctor, teacher, engineer, doctor, teacher, engineer, doctor, teacher, engineer. Everyone had the exact same three answers. No one went, I want to be the smell guy yeah. at Disney. I want to make smells. <laughs> I want to meet the kid that does want yeah, to be the I'm smell a, guy I'm at Disney. I'm the smell king. The coolest <laughs> jobs on king. earth are the jobs nobody knows exist. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Have you guys watched that documentary about, like, Disney World, essentially, like, a Imagineer? The Imagineers? Yeah. The, is that what it's yeah, I saw it. I have not seen it. It is fantastic. It's basically it's on like all the BTS of like what goes into creating Disney World and like mm. all the different departments mm. and art and growing up we'd no always smells though. We'd always go um like cuz my family wanted to, my grandma wanted to be like an annual trip and so she would always go Thanksgiving cuz it was cheaper cuz people are at home doing their family Thanksgiving so you could get cheaper tickets. Um it was also really cool because you'd go on Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. you'd go the next day, and it would be a winter wonderland. Like, it was all autumnal one day, immediate flip over to, like, the Christmas celebrations the next day. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. you guys, we left here eight hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, the chat is telling me he went for animation. So if you want to get into smells, go to school for animation. All right. There well, I guess Destiny's getting into I was going to say, yeah. Destiny into, has a shot. She's, she's going for queen. a degree in animation. So maybe she'll, she'll, she'll be the person who makes smells at Universal. Yeah, there you go. Have you guys, um, I don't know if you've covered this on Annual Pass or not, but there's, um, they talk about this color, this paint color they use at Go Disney. away green. Go away green. Yeah. That is like a color green that it's it's such a, a shade that you just don't notice it. So they paint things that they don't want people to notice, like garbage cans and stuff like that. That color, Staff so it doors. kind of blends Staff. in. Really? It's Staff. so bizarre. Yeah. yeah. What? It's, <laughs> is it called go away green or something similar? But it's, it's like go that. Away green. It's like yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's a specific green that your eye just looks over. It's like the least noticeable color. So like all the doors that they go in and out of, and like mm. barbed sand trash can stuff, they don't want you to see poles that hold up like. I don't know, projectors and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all painted that green, and you just don't notice it. You want to know a fun That's fact? Crazy. Yes. You know the movie Encanto? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys all seen it? Mm-hmm. 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 Bruno, he's wearing go away green. Oh. There's, that that movie had like the coolest like Bruno Easter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> there was so many like where he's like sneaking around the entire movie. Yeah, the entire movie. movie he's sneaking around and yeah. no one notices yeah. it until. Go away green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's go away green. over yeah. it. <laughs> I, I don't know if we have a picture that we could pull up, but yeah, essentially, like he's the character in the movie that has essentially been there the whole time, but nobody knows he's around, mm-hmm. and so he's like meant to kind of be sneaky. It's insane. Have you guys watched After Party? No, but Trevor actually was sounds really talking familiar. to me about that. How there's a character in that who's kind of kind of nobody notices. He's there the whole time, and nobody notices or pays attention to him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's phenomenal, though. It's really it's the first Apple Plus show I've watched, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really really good. It's got uh, Have you not seen Ted Lasso? No. 
That's just a blank image. No, I'm not, I'm I'm whole, I was gonna wait around and see if people like Ted Lasso or not. I still haven't. I can't get a consensus whether people are it's popular or people I think it's it. the greatest show ever made and won't shut the fuck up about it to me constantly. It, I don't even know what it's about. Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about feeling good. It's about a soccer team. Yeah, it's about a, He's a soccer football coach. So, football coach being hired to go coach a team for the Premier League in the okay. UK. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing I love about that show, which you might enjoy, mm-hmm. especially uh, in this day and age. It's one of those, sh- or it's a show where like conflict happens, but then it's like resolved in such a positive it's and healthy area. manner. Yeah. Things are communicated. People talk to each other. Mm-hmm. In a typical show where something happens, you're like, oh, fuck, like this person's going to find out about that. And then this is going to happen. And then they're going to assume this. That shit doesn't happen on yeah. the show. It just mm-hmm. is like a feel good. People communicate. Good things happen. Sometimes bad things happen. Mm-hmm. But like. It's still healthy. So it's like no drama, basically. It's just all like... It's, there's there's still drama. There's still drama. It's just repaired in a more pleasing way. Like in a healthier way, yeah. maybe? Oh, yeah. That sounds like a really pleasing show, actually. Yeah. Apparently, it kept people alive during the pandemic. Like, I think I think that's It was like, the one bit of positivity everybody I had. I think that's the thing is that it was a show with a more positive message when everything else was still like uh, down. Bruno. Mm. I'll probably watch it whenever I get around to it at some point. Whenever it completes its run, I'll probably sit yeah. down and I mean, bang it all two, out. Two full seasons out. Yeah, right and I think they're filming three and four right now, or I read, or okay, mm. um, or they hope to film four this year. Uh, but uh, After Party, it's about a, it's a murder mystery with a bunch of different comedians. I love murder um, mysteries and funny people. Dave Franco is the person that gets murdered in the first episode, and <laughs> it's basically like at a high school reunion. And so everybody oh. had a reason to kill Dave Franco from high school. <laughs> and Tiffany Haddish is the detective. And then, I don't know if you've seen... Is um, it kind of like Knives Out in that sense then? Yes, kind of like Knives Out, okay. but a TV show with like Ben Schwartz and a bunch of other people in Ooh. it. Um, one of the ladies from uh, th- that show I didn't watch. And then, uh, <laughs> sorry, I can't even think of what it is. <laughs> Broad City, I think, one of the ladies oh. from that. And uh, uh, the dude, did you ever see Search Party? Yes, love that movie. Like the, the blonde dude who's like the sidekick in Search Party. He's Elliot? Yeah, he's one of the detectives in it as well. A detective? Just, yeah. Okay. He works with Tiffany Haddish. And uh, and it's just them trying to solve the crime. And it's very, very funny. It's a comedy? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Did you, I'm about did halfway you, through it. Did you watch uh, Murderville? I saw the first episode. Yeah. I haven't continued. I, this is way better than Murderville. Although I did yeah. like Murderville. I liked Murderville. Very it different. was very dependent on the host. Yeah. Or who, whoever the guest. Did you see the whole thing? Yeah. Who did you, yeah. Uh, you think was the best host? Hmm. I only saw Conan O'Brien. Conan was good. Marshawn Lynch's was funny. Oh, just it's, that's the show I was going to bring up. I didn't know the name of it. Yeah. That's yeah. the one where they go in and like they have to go solve a murder, right? Like, they have with, to go solve a murder. Yeah. Have, you, have you heard of it? No. Yeah. Is it like a reality show? Yeah. Well, it's, so it, it's almost like SNL. Like an SNL skit. Okay. If you think of like an SNL skit yeah. with like going and trying to solve a murder. I so just, like, everyone okay. else, okay. everyone else except for the guest have a script they're going off or have a, have a script for what the show is. Mm-hmm. The guest comes in and is reacting and uh, improving with them. So Conan O'Brien is one of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in the episode one. I think the, Marshawn Lynch's was probably the best one. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch's was <laughs> yeah. so good. It's like Will Arnett is like the main detective okay. and then whoever the guest is comes on to be his like like helper detective, mm-hmm. like new rookie recruit gotcha. for the episode and then they go through and solve it. And so and they have to like improv. Mm-hmm. I think Will Arnett says. doesn't know what's going on and then co- whoever the other host is yeah. doesn't, but everybody around them does. Yeah. And so they're just trying to f- navigate. Yeah. But uh, it's shot and presented so like a that. procedural crime drama. Yeah. Like it looks like a CSI. That's hilarious. They even have like the the quirky yeah. s- nerdy science girl every time they go in like what's all right, explain what the body is. Like what's That's going a on. great premise for a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
My God, what uh, station is that on? Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Netflix, excellent. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Netflix, Jeff, I don't know if you are a fan of this show. Speaking of reality TV, Love is Blind. Oh my God, am I a fan of Love is Blind? Hell yeah. Love is yeah, Blind is... It has taken over my life. The most ridiculous concept for a reality show. It's people. It's men and women who communicate and have like hours and hours and hours of conversation, never see each other, and... They end up proposing to each other, like people get engaged without ever having seen each other. But also, it's like what seven days that they're talking to each other. I, you know what? I Give buy it. I buy that part. Okay. Because I've been thinking about it a lot. Because um, I guess it's like that's all they could do is just talk. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, well, yes. Because if you, uh, it, I'll get into that. But yeah, the way it works is like there's like ten dudes, ten ladies. They never see each other. They they go into pods with a thin wall between them, and then they just have conversations. Okay. And then they fall in. Then they date through these walls and kind of fall in love. Yeah. And then the goal is if if they do fall in love, one of them proposes to the other. If the other person says yes, then they meet. They then meet. all the people that said yes, they then get immediately taken to a vacation where they go on like a honeymoon, where mm-hmm. they sleep in the same room and they get to know each other and they see if it continues. Oh, okay. Then. Uh, if they pay, make it past that, and they all always do for the most part, yeah. well, maybe not in season two, but uh, then they go to Chicago, at least in the season I've watched uh, in America, uh, and then they put them up in an apartment for 30 days, and they have to live together in an apartment for 30 days and then get married at the end. And so a lot of people get left on the altar. It's really cool. Yeah, and then oh. like the wedding is essentially where they decide if they want to be together or not. And their so, like, families are there. People come in wedding. from like a legit like a snip, wedding. Like a snippet of it on yeah. like Twitter. I've been meaning something. to watch the Love is Blind Japan one. The Japan one looks like it's pure as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like there I, there was a clip I saw comparing the Love is Blind Japan versus Love is Blind America, I guess. Yeah. Where Love is Blind Japan, it was like this beautiful bridge with like flowers and trees everywhere. And like they come out to reveal each other and the man is like crying and is like like can't catch his breath. And the woman's like in tears and it's just like so beautiful and they hold each other. And then it cuts to the American version where they meet each other and the guy's like, fuck you're so hot and he grabs her ass and like makes out with her it's just like oh, no. it's true Christ. it's true it's pretty gross so i've seen season <laughs> two i started on season two of the yeah, american we're watching season so two. i've been re-watching season one with emily but we haven't gotten through season one yet okay. I, so i don't know which one's better but i hear season one's great i liked season one did you season two was i was so hooked on season two but because Emily doesn't like subtitles uh, or dubbing, uh, so she's not interested. I've been watching Love is Blind Brazil. Ooh, I'm wow. on the last episode right now. Love is Blind Brazil is phenomenal. Really? Yeah, those people are lunatics. <laughs> those people. Brazilians are lunatics on that show. You know what show I that's, that's like on the, the same like reality TV wave is Too Hot to Handle? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh, it's oh, yeah. episode, of oh, course. Oh, that was, it's just a, a mess. mess. It's crazy. Bunch the, of fucking horny yeah. hot people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Massive pleasure watch, at the beginning of court. Watch, yeah. watch people lose money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the cool thing about or Love is Blind, they promo at the end of season two that there's a new series, a new season coming out. I can't remember what it's called now, but it's essentially my favorite TV show of all time, Temptation Island, right? Are you familiar mm-hmm. with Temptation Island, Joe? I don't think That's I've like ever one of the OGs. OG. New season yeah. starts next week. Uh, no, this week. I'm sorry. New season starts Friday. It's Very also, excited. Honestly, like, it's amazing reality TV because it's so fucking gross. Yeah. Like, it is. Awful. It's is it? It's the best train wreck. It's, it's couples basically who are like at the point of we're gonna okay. get together, we're gonna get married or break up. Which oh. to me is such a weird. Place. Like we're like on the fence. <laughs> yeah. Like should we get married? Should we take? Oh. Like, you should never be on that. Yeah, that's that. not the goal. No. So it's it's four <laughs> couples, and then they go to this island, uh, island temptation island, and there's two villas, and all the girls go into one villa, and the guys go into another, and then over the next month, 
uh, like 16 hot dudes will come and date the women and 16 hot chicks will come and date the men. And then at the end, they decide if they want to stay married or if they found new love. And, or dis- or no love, but they decide that they don't want to get married, that they want to be single. And, and it sucks when and couples are not on the same page. The best sh- – they're very rarely on the same page. And the best part about it is – this is brutal. They have these uh, like tribal council type things where they sit down once a week, once an episode, and they'll hand like – say uh, say like uh, it's Emily and I, and she's at the, uh, she's at the, the villa dating mm-hmm. all the dudes. They'll give me an iPad, and they'll make me watch a 10-second clip of what's happening and they are so cleverly edited those 10 second clips and sometimes so horrendous it looks so much worse than it is or sometimes it looks exactly as bad as it is and the guy's like you mean to tell me my girlfriend had sex with somebody on day one and they're like well if if she's still your girlfriend yes and then it's just like you just watch the journey and then they decide if they get married at the end or not the cool thing about the new love is blind spinoff that they're going to do in april it's the same principle except they coexist they're not in separate villas so you have to watch so you have to watch trevor date other people and trevor has to watch you date that is torture yeah what if you just decide not okay so you could just not oh i don't know you probably probably don't get good ratings and you get (laughs) that's like taking love island and juicing up the best parts Uh uh-huh uh-huh. Yeah, because Love Island, which Jeff and I have talked about yeah. a lot. Joe, I don't know if you've seen any Love Island. Um, a little bit. Okay. Tiny bit. Well, those, everyone is single, allegedly, mm-hmm. who goes mm-hmm. on that show. <laughs> allegedly. 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 Um, and then they end up coupling up. And then at one point in the show, it's usually after the couples are pretty solid, they do this thing where they separate the men and the women onto new villas mm. and send in a whole new batch of, like, women for all the guys and a whole new batch of guys for all the women. And it's a similar thing where, like, They'll be on those villas for like a week or something like that. Or two days sometimes. And then it's like, yeah. all right, the women are coming back. You know, if if this woman comes back alone, it means she chose to stay with you. But if she comes back with a guy, it means she chose to like go with this guy. And he lives here with you now. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, and they do the thing too where they show clips yeah. of what's happening on the other side. Not as much. Not as much because it's like yeah. usually they'll find out because the, the other people who are there were like, yeah, your boy was like all over every girl who came in. And she's like, no, that can't be him. Not my. You tell me my. a new bird comes in here. Yeah. She's right fit. She's going to take my fucking man. Uh, yeah, Bullshit. they're all British. Yeah. Uh, the best is the Australian uh, mm. uh, by far, I think. Because yeah. uh, you said that they are dumber and hotter, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if I said that on camera, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said that they're dumber and hotter. Uh, but like, so love, so Love Island, Temptation Island, uh, Too Hot to Handle, which mm-hmm. you said they're all kind of in the same vein. Okay. Love is Blind is a little more like The Bachelor, where there's a little more, it's a little more endearing, and there is hope that people have found a connection. Yeah. It's and, not and as messy. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it, the hope is that they're finding real romance. Mm-hmm. The, it's it's the journey. Yeah, like, this is the journey you're going on to find who. But the reason I buy it is because of everything that happened before TV and radio. Okay. When people weren't distracted by cell phones and shit, like people got married after knowing each other for a fucking month. If you watch any Victorian TV show or read any Jane Austen book, it's like, I I like you. You seem pleasant. I like you, too. Let's uh, devote the rest of our lives to each other. All right. It's been a week. And they get married because what else was there to do? 
True. Right? Let's so when you, when you distill other. it down and you take away all the distractions and you just put two people in a room together, they can figure out pretty quickly if there's yeah. a connection in a week and or two weeks. And hours think, and hours a day yeah. as well. I, I, I think it's another symptom of the phone, though, is that having more options yeah. now. Because yeah. like back then it was like, well, yeah. you're the other single person in town. But yeah. it's... It, it makes total sense to me. Like when I was in the army and we would get deployed to places like, oh, you're going to go to Kuwait for four months. I, the people you get deployed with in about three days are the best friends you've ever had in your life. Like yeah. you, you develop these instant deep bonds really quickly and you learn about each other really, really well. And then oftentimes you'll never see that person again. And you just had that. But there's something about the being sequestered and just focused time really lets people uh, get to know each other and grow really quickly. So I totally buy it. Yeah. Yeah. That could happen. No, I get that, too. I mean, we haven't talked about it publicly yet. We're, I don't think we're talking about it yet, but we filmed a show that's going to be released in April. Is this? Yeah. The, Probably what you're thinking. A re, a, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, where, like, I think, yeah, I mean, it was a, we only filmed it for five days, but people bonded. Like, Joe sure. yep. being new. Yep. I definitely bonded with people who I have never met in person. Yep. But I had mm. very quality conversation was like apart from like obviously the shooting and the stuff of it like just good conversation I actually got to know people i yeah. hate i hate it when we do the thing where we talk about something that we like that we can't talk about i know like Especially i know i just did that one. with my cup earlier i have yeah. not talked about what the perfect cup is i i deftly <laughs> sidestepped that mm -hmm. but um but i i will say that show uh that is going to I don't know when it'll be announced. It's, uh, I think you guys well, are going to show it. Uh, there's a trailer that's going to be released, and then uh, I think you might be show premiering at Let's Play Live Tour, which if you haven't got your AH Live Tour, that if you haven't gotten tickets for, you should. Oh, that's a great point. And uh, I, I think I had a. I was a little worried I wouldn't be able to attend. I had some conflicts. So I think I'm going to be there. So I think I'm going to be able to go to the. the so full if you tour. haven't got your tickets yet, some see Jeff full. and the trailer for the show that we keep teasing. Yeah, but, and Joe. And me. I think it's up there with some of the things I've been most excited about mm -hmm. in the history of Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Um, in terms of like the hardcore monopolies and um, oh, Last Laughs and some of those ones that we've mm -hmm. done that have just been real. I, it's And I got to watch it happen as kind of a, as a producer, not necessarily a participant. And it was enthralling. Yeah. And that's just like the raw stuff. He's yeah, not even like edited down to a show. I would go home and at, if Emily was asleep, I would wake her up to tell her about it. I'd be like, "Did this happen? And then this happened? And then you're not going to believe that this happened? It was crazy." Yeah. There was a moment where um, something happened, and I texted Jeff, and I was like, "Are you watching this shit?" And you were like, "This is the one time I'm not at the one office." One day I couldn't be there, and so I like texted brutal. him everything that happened. He was like, "Holy fuck!" It's yeah. very exciting. I think where, it premieres in April. Is this the it reality adjacent show? Have you guys said something? Uh, to you, that Trevor effect? said something. To yes, that effect, I'm pretty sure. I guess it's. I would say it's. Uh, if you like reality TV, it's gonna be for you. And if you don't like reality TV, it's still fucking Honestly, for you yeah. because yeah. it's not. It's not what you're thinking. Yeah. Right. It's very cool. Yeah, it's I not mean, some lame ass I think, thing. Cole, do you know what we're talking about? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trevor's Trevor's teased this for like a month. It's if not the way more, to do it. Yeah. More than that, but just because it was so good. It was yeah. so good. I want to talk about it so uh, it can't. I can't. It's been funny because he's been dropping breadcrumbs because I'm I'm editing off topic now, uh -huh. and so every every time I'm like, okay, so they know that much now. Yeah, all yeah. Right. So this is what they know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was kind of cool to just see it all come together for sure. I've mm -hmm. been watching rough cuts of it, just like for notes and stuff like mm -hmm. that, and every time I just end up watching it all the way through, and I go, 
I didn't give any notes. Oh shit. Like I need to actually do that just cause I'm so enthralled with what's yeah. going on. I, I watched the first episode to give notes and I went, I don't have any notes. It's just really good. It's just, just really keep good. doing what you're doing. Like, I don't know. It's just fucking great. Yeah. yeah. I love it. You know, we'll intercut this conversation with when it actually comes out. So yeah, you know perfect. I do hope people will come to the AH live tour though. Uh, I think it's like the th- March 30th, the f- it's the 31st, 31st, uh, second, second and, and third. third. And that's yeah. Seattle, uh, Seattle, San, San Francisco, Francisco, Los L- Angeles. LA. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to try to, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, because like for me, it's my first live, live, live show anywhere for anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about it. Oh, are you nervous at all? I, I would be really if I were you, you should be. I, I, I mean, I should be. I, I'm pretty sure when I get up there, I'll be a little bit more nervous. It's than so I know. easy, dude. It's yeah. great. I think for me, it's just like the community has been very inviting. So like, it doesn't make me feel scared. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we're just doing what we do in a different in well, a different a, scope. You're playing for an audience that wants to see you and wants to be there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's like an easy. Yeah. They want to be entertained. And so yeah. it's like I want to be there. It's impossible to fail in front of the home mm-hmm. crowd. And and the nice thing about it too is there's an ensemble of supportive people there with you. It, yeah. I'm joking, but it, it is really, <laughs> it is very fun. No, I mean, yeah, if I mess up, I'll never hear the end of it for a long time. I mean, it'd be good content. That's it'd the, be good content, though. Yeah, exactly. Pray you for can't fail because every fail is going to be That's what you success. pray for a mess up because then it's legendary. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, this happened. <laughs> so Seattle, the 31st, mm-hmm. San Francisco, the 2nd, Los Angeles, the 3rd. Yep. Yeah. Wow, whirlwind. It's I should also probably mention in that time period, uh, April 1st, which is Rusha Cheat's 19th anniversary, we're doing the RT podcast live in Austin as part of the normal podcast tour. Um, yeah, Austin that night. So obviously no one from Achievement Hunter will be there. <laughs> is that on the anniversary? It is, yeah. I was supposed to do that, and then it got moved. I can't do it now. I yeah, guess. it was supposed to be earlier. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be January 15th, and then Omicron <sighs> was the thing, yeah. so we pushed it back. So yeah, now it's on April 1st. So it comes out. Yeah, I think that's the thing, though, is like, Although like things are opening up again, it's like I think it now it's like it's changed people's comfortability levels mm-hmm. around cow- crowds, and I think yeah. that's kind of like where like we we hope you know people come out and like hang out with us, but mm-hmm. obviously understandable if you're scared of the big crowds and whatnot. For sure. So, I mean, uh, I know that we're taking safety very seriously mm-hmm. at all these events. Always, always. Yeah. So, of course, no pressure if you can't come or don't feel comfortable. We're not gonna. Mark and I for show up to your house and be like, "Hey, where were you? Why didn't you? Why didn't you come to my show? You come. Have you ever have you ever tried to figure out how many COVID tests you've had since this started? Jeff, I was just thinking about this because <laughs> I was taking you know I took one three hours ago before I came in. I took one this morning. Was, yeah, yep. and I was like, oh, I got to take one again Wednesday. And yep, it uh, at least two a week for the last two year, two years, two Almost, two years. Well, I guess we only we didn't start coming back for a while. We probably didn't start coming back until like maybe six months, eight months into the pandemic. Yeah. 306. Maybe even more. <laughs> 306. <laughs> two yeah. for two years. That's a lot. I remember the first COVID test I had to do because this was like the like really like yep. brain pokey PCR test they used to yeah. do. And I remember it was my first one ever and I was like sweating. I was 12. so nervous because I was like, fuck, like I, I've heard horrible things about this. The guy does it on me and I go, 
is that it? Dude, yeah. now? It's all about the administrator. We had a meeting today. We were both in, at the, uh, talking about the anniversary, actually. Mm. I didn't have my camera on for the first five minutes because I was COVID testing myself while, during the meeting. <laughs> it's like, now it's just like a second. I'm like, oh, no. I got to do this. Blah, blah, blah. I did one in a car once. <laughs> did you at, really? On the way to the office because I was, I was running <laughs> so late. So like at a, when I was like at a red light, I was just like doing the nose things and like putting in the vial and like doing the flick on the thing to make sure it That's mixes. when you hope and you look over and somebody's watching. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like... <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing more 2022 yeah. than doing a COVID test in your car. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <sighs> yeah. Um, but it's nice that we have access to them nowadays. It's awesome. Yeah. Because there was a time where it was really difficult to mm -hmm. find tests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really was. I also did, I also took, I think when I had COVID, I think I took a test or two tests every day. Because I was so desperate for it to come up negative so I could go back to work. I took a test almost every day when I had COVID yeah. too. Because Trevor ne never ended up getting it. And I was just like so impatient of like wanting to not be quarantined away from him because it was over Christmas break, too. So I was like, mm. oh, great. We have a full like week and a half of break and I have COVID. Yeah. So yeah. I have to like stay in my office and quarantine and stuff like that. But on day 10, which is supposed to be like when you could break quarant or end quarantine, that's the first day it came up negative. Really? Yeah. It was day 14 for me, Holy which shit. felt like it was going to be forever. Yeah. yeah. Because Emily was living in a hotel the whole time. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's not a small amount of time, though, when you th really think about it. Like, everyone's like, oh, you know, it's only two weeks. Two weeks is a lot of time. It's a long time. It's a long time. Especially when you're isolated. Yeah. You don't know what you're, like, you don't know what to do. Well, I know that, like, you know? in Australia and some other countries, if you were traveling into the country, they would make you stay at a hotel for two weeks. So it's like, yeah. not, you're that, not even at home. Like, you're in a mm. hotel room that sometimes doesn't have an, a window you could open. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, anywhere well, else to go. That's, like, when I'm going to Japan, they, originally it was two weeks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't have a living situation yet. So how do I get food? Like, I'm in a hotel. I'm in, I'm in an apartment now. Yeah. You also weren't allowed to take, like, a taxi. You had to, like, find Someone a way to get to. Yeah, like. It's a lot of room service. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, uh, it, just two weeks of that. Try to think about what you were doing right now two weeks ago. I mean, maybe it might be the podcast for YouTube. Actually, no, two weeks ago. It was March 1st, right? Yeah. I don't remember what I was doing. Exactly. So we we might have been in Vegas. Oh, yeah. We were in Vegas together. Did we? When did you fly back from Vegas? The next day. I was the only one that stayed. Jeff, I had some issues on my flight home. Oh, I would love to hear. We never we never synced up after that was the first one of those events I've ever done. Yeah. And it's the first time you and I have traveled together in a very long time. It was a lot of fun. Very fun. I had a great time hanging out with you guys um and obviously with Gus. But I never like the event ended. You guys all got on a plane and went home. I didn't want to fly southwest, so I stayed another day. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, and I had a great time. I went gambling by myself and won money and like I had a lovely evening. But I'm what what was your time? Um so the flight was fine itself. I was sitting in the middle seat, oh sorry, no, I was sitting in a window seat next to some guy who was in the middle, and he had his text so big, like the font <laughs> on his phone was like so huge, and he was holding his phone like this so I could read everything mm -hmm. on his phone, and I happened to glance over at one point, and he wrote, all good, sitting next to some skinny bitch, so I got plenty of room. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> the mean, first thing I thought was kind of a compliment. He called me skinny. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that was nice. Um, but then when I got back, I had to check a bag mm. because overhead space these days is awful. It's difficult. So I typically just check a bag just so I don't have to even think about it. So I could just board the plane and not be stressed out about finding a space for my bag. I waited for about 
45 or 50 minutes at the carousel for my bag to come out, waiting. Everyone is around there. I don't see anyone who's on my flight, though, which is mm. very strange. And then I was like, you know what? I, I don't see any bags from even Las Vegas coming out. And so I go to the counter, and I see my bag sitting there. And I was like, oh. Um, and they're like, yeah, we pulled it off to make some room for some other bags since we had like four flights coming in on this carousel. And I was like, that was one when was that? Flights. They're like, oh, maybe about like 40 minutes ago. <gasps> and I was like, you fucking son of a bitch. You guys have a fucking... minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. I was standing there waiting for my bag to come out for 45 minutes while it was there. It's just sitting... <laughs> they're just sitting there watching you like, when do you think she's going to know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're placing then, bets on you. Yeah. And then, because there were so many flights coming in that night, I don't know what was going on in Austin. I don't know if you've ever parked in the garages at the Every Austin time. airport. Yeah. I park in the blue garage, which is like... It's time, time to feed the dog. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> feed the dog. Henry, Henry needs his pills. Usually you, you get in your car. like It's like maybe like a five-minute walk from the airport to the parking garage. It's not that bad. I usually get in my car, drive out, go uh -huh. pay for parking, and leave. Going down the ramp of the garage was standstill traffic. And I was like, what's going on? There were so many fucking people coming in. And there was only three terminals at the parking space that were working, like the paying for parking space. The cars were so backed up. I was in my car for about an hour and a half getting out of the airport. Out of just the garage? Out of the garage. I wonder oh what it could have been. I don't know Spring if like, break? Too I early think they might South have by. changed the yeah. payment terminals oh. to be like a different, like, System. you have to like put the card in and keep it there instead of just like swiping it. Something changed. I actually have a frequent Parker card I, that lets me like. Ch -ch -ch. I mean, this wouldn't have helped you because it yeah. was literally just backed up. Yeah, you couldn't even get around. Get to it. To drive it. out. Yeah, you know, just drive out of it. Just drive out. It of was the just garage. awful. Even I if understand. it was like on the second level, your car can make it. <laughs> yeah, the, it's from my dream. <laughs> That's how I it's die. From, it's from your dream. <laughs> my car flies. The airport is one of those places where I spend dumb money for convenience. Yeah. Because of my age, I just like we've been doing this for it'll be 19 years next month, mm -hmm. oh and uh, that's 19 years of traveling. 20 to sometimes 50 weeks a year depending on the year so there are like, i park in that red parking lot and i don't care how much it costs that's like every, 17 dollars a day yeah 17 bucks a day every time i park it's like 200 dollars when i leave but and i don't care because i get in and out in seconds convenience yeah it's yeah true. do you go to the airport a lot cole i try to okay do you, do you ever fly or do you just hang out hang out no <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah i just flew last week do you have clear yeah uh tsa pre-check tsa pre -check? yeah i well I got it when we were going to go in Japan the first time. And so yeah. I've just been <laughs> sitting on it for a while, I not using it. TSA PreCheck is worth every penny. Yeah. How, how, much, yeah. how much is it typically? 200 For like five years, though. Yeah. 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 And then you pay for it and you just like, you like, you basically have to apply for it, right? You feel yeah, like a goddamn which, celebrity. Yeah. They ask you like three questions through. at the airport. Oh, that's it. If yeah. you don't have it yet, though, mm -hmm. do you ever travel internationally? No, but I'm, I'm hopefully. Get global entry. Will. Get global entry instead of TSA PreCheck because it comes with TSA PreCheck. Uh, so then you get it for like free. TSA no. every well, I've never flown internationally before ever, but <gasps> you well, I, well, I lied. It was going to say I you lied. So I much went time. to Cancun last year. Okay, but that was my first time ever, and then I think I had something coming up eventually. So oh, maybe, ooh, maybe a little something, maybe. something. Global entry uh, comes with TSA PreCheck, which is a must. And really, Barbara's right. You should get clear, if at all. I slept on that for too long. What is clear exactly? It is a service that you walk up to. Like when you go up to the security line, mm -hmm. there's like first, there's the first class priority line. Yeah. There's normal. Then there's TSA pre-check. To the right or left or wherever that is a, is a couple of little white kiosks to say clear. Yeah, I see that. You walk right up. They scan your eyes. Or your and then they Or your finger. And then they walk you to your 
like to security and to the front it. of any whatever security like line it's faster than TSA you cut oh, TSA pre-check off I fucked up so All like right. if I have TSA pre-check and now I have clear yeah which I again yeah. like for convenience, splurge on this because I travel all the time. Yeah, it's so useful. It, they, yeah, you basically you go up and you're like clear, and they're like, okay. They scan your eyes. They go, all right, boarding pass. Mm. And I wouldn't. Then they take you right to the front of TSA pre-check line. Oh. I wouldn't necessarily recommend testing it because if it doesn't work, it's a pain in the ass. But you can get to your flight. You can get to the airport like ten minutes before your flight boards yeah. and be fine. Because you just walk straight that. through. No, I would I recommend, recommend it. The problem I've had with that is the other people in the group who don't have. Mm-hmm. Well, those people sit in line while I'm sitting yeah. in the Admirals Club waiting for them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, I guess everyone's like uh, argument against is, well, you're taking your biometric. Who cares? You think they your, have you it. Think your who iPhone cares? doesn't they have, have it already. Yeah. They have it already. Right. Yeah. They already have it. They you're got wa- it. You're walking around 24 hours a day with a beacon in your pocket going, here I am, here I am, here I am. Yeah. NSA, like, here I am. Like, yeah. I found like, out something like, apparent, like you definitely need to turn off on your phone location of whenever you take a take a photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah you should. Interesting. Mm. Anyway, it also Another definitely should get it. It's also a great time saver if you ever get to the airport and there's like crazy lines and you're like, I'm not going to make my fucking flight. You can walk over, sign up for clear and use it in five minutes. Oh, really? That's yeah. what uh, Fredo and Jackie, I believe, yeah. did that. They were going to go visit Jeremy and they got to the airport and the lines were just like, because you never know at the Austin airport yeah. what it's going to be like, which is why I always get there super early because I'm uh, anal like that. But they they did that. They signed up for clear so that they could just like jump the mm. line. See, the last couple times I've been at the Austin airport, the line there have been no lines. Like one time I got to my flight like twenty minutes before like the flight closed the doors. Like Oof. it was after boarding had happened because I was running super late and there was no line. I was through security in like three minutes. There's it's starting to get worse. It's starting to get well, worse. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. It just okay. so it I just depends, got lucky. Yeah. And when there's shit going on like F one or South by or ACL, mm. it is brutal. Mm. No. Just well, don't travel. <laughs> just don't even yeah, bother. Yeah, won't travel. Honestly, I've done the, the most traveling I've ever done has been since I've been with Achievement Hunter. So Yeah, and um, there's only more to come probably. Yeah. Yeah, so I you know, might have to get clear. <laughs> I, I really appreciate Trevor um, because he puts up with my like crazy anal needs, which sounds very strange. Um, when I just put that, I have a lot of I have a lot of anal needs. Yeah. Hold on, wait. Clip it, Some say they're crazy. Let me run that back. But like <laughs> I... I'm someone who likes to get to the airport very early because I don't mind like if we have access to the club or like going to eat or like just hanging out and not being stressed about it, just being there and like being at the gate or like whatever it is versus someone who's like, well, my flight doesn't leave for another hour, so I only have to leave in like 40 minutes. That stresses me out. And he, I'll be like, is it okay if we go to the airport like this time? He's like, yeah, whatever makes you comfortable. Like, What's this club? What's this club that you guys keep talking about? Admiral's Club? I don't know what that is. Oh, I have a... credit card that gives me access to mm. the Admiral's Club, which is just oh, like okay. like a airline club that gives you like yeah, free de- Wi-Fi, nice chairs, some food. Mm. It depends on what airline you fly. If, yeah. All right, so l- l- let me give you the, the Roosh Teeth Primer. All right, Joe, now that you're here and you're going to start flying <laughs> okay, a lot, especially th- with Achievement Hunter, you're going to be flying your little ass off for the next couple of years. Get used to that. You're going to want to sign up for points uh, programs with all the major yes. airlines. You're going to okay. figure out the one that you like the best. I would recommend and be a little bit of a, a bully here about it. I shouldn't say that. Uh, but just be confident when you when they book your flights. I would like to always fly whatever airline it is that I like. Like I Gus just, likes Delta. I like American. American. I, American. We're all. Every, I think most people in the I've company never, are American. I don't think I've ever flown American. So when everyone tells me American, I'm like, oh, I always fly Southwest. 
American has a lot of flights out of Austin, I think. Yeah. Okay. So that's typically the, and Dallas is a hub, and so yeah. it's it's easy to get around. So that's close. Uh, but the not but not all airlines have them in all airports. But Amer but Austin Airport has a Delta Admirals Club or whatever they call it, flagship club, and an American one, and it's just a special little lounge you can go into mm -hmm. that has free food, free drinks, free Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. and you can just kind of sit. And it's a little quieter. There's Charging TVs. Stations. Yeah, you yeah you can kind of you can order a little lunch or buy lunch downstairs and bring it up. Yeah. and it's just like a quiet place to to kind of just chill out. I got away from all the noise in there. I was that, like that, twelve. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't mind they getting there early. We were uh, I went to China with my family, and on our way back in Japan, we realized they had torn the wrong ticket going there. And so they're like, we can't let them back in. This is like, we're like, uh. And so, of course, they were like, we'll correct your mistake. We'll replace your ticket. But it's going to have to be, it's like the end of the day now. So it's going to have to be tomorrow. Oh. This is also super weird because it's right at the start of the Iraq war. Oh, yeah. And oh, my God. I remember sitting in the Admiral's Club watching, like, we're declaring war now. <laughs> like, I was like, oh. But, uh, yeah, we uh, bought a bunch of pirated Friends, mm. the TV series, and had a mini DVD player. And I was confused with what you meant by pirated, pirated Friends. Pirated Friends. When I, yeah. when I used to drink, I loved the Admirals Club because you get fucking hammered for free. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that, that, I, was the, that was always the appeal. That's something that I, I never have understood is people who like to get really drunk before a flight or even just a little tipsy because to. I get nauseous when I drink. Yeah. And, like... I'm already nauseous on a plane to a degree, especially during takeoff and landing. And I'm just like, God, the last thing I want to be on a plane is drunk. I have a lot of friends who are terrified of flying, and so they want to be passed out on it. See, yeah, I never get to that point. I, I mean, I got, I was at a point in my life where I could only sleep when I was super drunk, mm. like I was hammered. So, like, I understand that, but also it, I mean, it doesn't make you feel good. Yeah, yeah. but exactly. yeah, I understand like wanting to get hammered and go on a flight. You also just get so like bloated when you fly, so it just adds to that. Mm. It's hard to eat well when you're traveling. It is. You just got to embrace the bad when you travel, Vegas I guess. was bad for me. Was it really? Uh, just like, because we're eating out every single meal, mm -hmm. and it's also like Vegas food, so you want to like indulge in like all these places. Did you end up eating at that noodle place? Yeah. Was it good? Amazing. Really? It was, so I ate at the restaurants in the hotel, because every hotel in Vegas... What hotel were you at? The Sahara. Sahara. Right. Is where they put us up. Left a lot to be... It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. It was okay. Um, Bazaar Meats is very it's a good. Classic, it's a very good. There's a very good Jose Andres restaurant. We went there. to Bazaar Meats. Yeah. We, basically, like every, almost every hotel in Vegas, I want to say every hotel, they have casino, a casino in the hotel. Mm -hmm. They have multiple restaurants in the hotel. They have shopping in the hotel. Like it's Pools. basically you don't you have, never to have to go. Leave. Anyway. Yeah. It's Which, a, it's an adult Disneyland. I and didn't end up leaving the hotel, like when we mm -hmm. were done the convention mm -hmm. because it was like I was already tired and it's nice to just be able to go downstairs and do anything you want there. Mm -hmm. So I had gone to every single restaurant in the hotel by the end of the weekend. <laughs> and there was a noodle place that was like fucking gourmet, dude. Mm. Yeah. Aaron Zek kept talking about it. And I, I want to check she it out. She went there, I think, three there. times. The, uh, <laughs> we, we do the same thing. Like, I would stay at a different, I would stay at the Wynn and the Wynn and the Encore. And then Emily and I, we go to Vegas a lot, like probably four or five times a year now. And um, even though I don't partake in most of the stuff you do in Vegas, uh, but the only time we'll leave is to go to a show. Yeah. You spend the whole time yeah. in the hotel. It's awesome. And you don't even feel like it. It's just like there's so much to do. And it's like adult Disneyland. It really is. Yeah. yeah. We it's went like a mini for uh, exactly. Jordan's bachelor party a long time ago. Or 2019. Jordan, Jordan uh, 11? Spears. Spears. Who? <laughs> is that a running joke that I... No. I don't uh, know. There's, just, there's just multiple Jordans. I maybe meant Spears. The nature of that, we went to like a lot of different places. Like we went and I think the best food we had was uh, Best Friend, Roy Choi's place. 
Mm-hmm. So good. But we went and saw shows. Is that and... the place that's like a little convenience store? It looks like a convenience yeah, store. Yeah, Gus went there. Yeah, and you're like, where's the restaurant? And then they take you behind like a secret wall and like it's a full restaurant. Way sounds back. like a speakeasy. Yeah. yeah. It does. Mm. That was amazing food. Um, you ever been to Vegas? Uh, I've never gone to Vegas in my adult years, no. Wow. Okay. Never. Uh, I think a lot of it, the reason why I haven't gone, I, I could go now, but a lot of it was I was trying to get sober. Mm. So like just putting myself in that environment was not good because I have a very addictive sure. personality so sure. and everything's available to you. So. Are you sober? I am, yeah. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. Me <laughs> How long? Uh, well, I won't lie. I was sober for about three years and just recently before I moved, I broke sobriety, mm. just had a lot going on and it just like crumbled. Like yeah. it just, I just crumbled under the pressure. But uh, now I guess it would be like three months. So better than nothing. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, I mean, definitely took a lot to get. I mean, you, you know how hard it is to the get there. The hardest so. thing I've ever done and yeah. uh, continues to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't talk about is like, it's never a, a wand battle. It's always a, a fighting battle. Yeah. So it's not something that's like it's cured. Yeah. Yeah. Like even um, I, for me, it's a little different because like at least with drinking, I, I just stopped for a really long time and then like I could get back to it. But sometimes I get scared. Like when I take a sip, I'm going to like lose that control mm -hmm. on it, that yeah. grasp on it. Um, my hardest struggle is definitely with like substances and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, mm. yeah. Proud of you, dude. Thank yeah. you. For real. Yeah, I'm proud of you, too. Thanks. For <laughs> <laughs> and if you ever need me to like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, beat me up. Man. Beat you up. Be like, what the fuck <laughs> you doing, man? I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you need. <laughs> I haven't decided if I want to talk about the story, but I almost got fucked out of my sobriety at a dinner not too long ago. You did. That messed me up. I went home and I cried for like an hour. Oh, dude. I'm, it was so rough. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, it was just, we went, we went out to dinner, a work dinner, and uh, I ordered a, a mocktail. And I, I get really cagey about it. You get really nervous about it. And so... Uh, I actually had, I think Trevor or Lewis drink it for me, take a sip yeah. to make mm -hmm. sure it wasn't, there was an alcohol and it was fine. And we drank that mocktail. Then we ordered another round and I said, I, I please make sure it's a mocktail. And then Trevor actually was very sweet. He pulled the, the person aside and said, Hey, buy, make sure it's a mocktail. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we got it. And then they brought me a, a drink full of booze. And right as I was drinking it, Lewis stopped me. And, but, uh, it was like yeah. almost ruined five fucking years. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it'll be five years next Friday. So like, no shit, this Friday it'll be five years this Friday. Holy shit! On St. Patrick's Day. Oh, wow. So it's like it's huge to fucking yeah. to get that close and have had a blown it. It was just like I spent the rest of that dinner just like sitting just quietly. Yeah. I, it just took me out of it completely. That really upset me that they wouldn't take extra special care with something like that. Like any restaurant, they, they were yeah. so flipping. They did not give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck, and it's like you have no idea what someone's going through yeah. when they ask like for something. Very and we were very clearly very adamant about it. Yeah, you know, like please make sure there's no alcohol. Like yeah. it's, I think mm -hmm. it's really hard. For and the same for Hannah because she's pregnant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She has announced that by the way, Hannah McCarthy, pregnant. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. But also like she wasn't drinking, obviously. Mm -hmm. So it's like please make sure these drinks do not have Especially alcohol. Especially when you're like pulling people aside again. You're like, hey, really, like. Really make sure Trevor going over being. Please make sure that it's yeah. mocktail. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's rough when everyone just kind of kind of has an an obsession about like how everyone else functions and like what's going on in their lives, mm -hmm. and then they never realize like the small little thing they do could have a huge impact on yeah. someone else's life. Absolutely. You know? So it's like that carelessness that you know. Because like yeah, what it, like if you are struggling and then like let's say you accidentally get a drink that has alcohol in it and it like mm -hmm. 
set you back. I don't know. I mean, it would fuck up the the streak, but it it would just feel like a personal failure. But I also don't know what would happen if I drank alcohol. I don't know that sure. I, you know. Yeah. Like, no. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know when, what would happen. I'm scared to find out. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'll, I mean I'm mean, i always, like, comfortable talking about my experiences, right? Just because, like, I feel like my experiences could always help someone else, right? So, like, with me, when I broke my thread recently, it was just uh, I was in a bad argument. I had a lot of emotions running through me. And, the, and when everything snapped, I ran to my fridge and I just like grabbed two handles of alcohol and I just opened it and I chugged a whole bottle down. Jeez. And then I was like holding the other one and I was like shaking because I was like, I was angry, I was emotional, but also I had just realized I'd broken my sobriety. So I was just all over the place. Yeah. Right. And like Destiny was trying to like, you know, be that support. And for a while, all I did was I held that bottle as tight as I fucking could, sat on my couch for like an hour just shaking. Because I was like, you're fighting that mental temptation. Yeah. You're fighting that like emotional thing, you know, just emotions rising in you. And so like it scared me because it was like, is this going to set me back every every little progress I've made? Right. Yeah. And that's like the scary part. But then I think at the same token, me like taking a second and stopping yeah. and thinking about it made me realize how much stronger I was Absolutely. and how much progress I have made. And it's like one incident doesn't ruin all your efforts, mm. you yeah. know? Absolutely. And recovery isn't a straight line. No, right? it's not. Like it, it's, and it's not meant to be, It's not. you know, no. and that's, a, it, and it's impossible. It, it's human to, it, it's human to fall and get back up. It's not always, you're perfect. You're doing everything right. Like there's no right way to go about it. Every, mm -hmm. it, every experience is individualized. Mm -hmm. It's, it's mm -hmm. uh, based on you and your specific, like, um, your specific, uh, road to, to being sober and, and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, well, if there's anything you ever need from any of us here, yeah, RT, yeah. like, absolutely. And, and same, to, same to you, us. because you. I'm yeah. sorry that that happened because I know that feeling. I know that feeling of like, whether, it's like I've had a group of friends who try to push me basically out of my sobriety before, yeah. you know, and it's like, why? What are their names know? and where do they live? <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> why? You know, like I'm, you know, people always talk about how you do bad things when you're not sober, but then you're trying to sober and they push you to do the bad yeah. things. Right. And it's like, what do you, what do you, you know? Yeah. And, and people can enable without, they don't even realize they're doing mm -hmm. it, which is really the painful thing, you know? Uh, well, we're very like, people want to be surrounded by people who are doing things that yeah. they're doing. So it's like, oh, if we're out drinking and you're not drinking, it's like, well, why aren't you drinking? Mm -hmm. Like, come on, like, get a drink with me, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like this mm -hmm. really common social pressure that people get put into. And it's just like, oh, I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not drinking right now or oh, I don't want to drink tonight. Yeah. And that should just be it. There should mm -hmm. never be like, well, why? Yeah. yeah. Or like, what's going on? Like, it doesn't matter. And everyone's <laughs> yeah. definition just, of sobriety is different, right? right? Like there are people who uh, don't want to touch whatever they're they're trying to sober from like ever again yeah or like for me what helped me was like with alcohol mine was just i'm not going to get to a certain point i'm mm -hmm. going to remember every single moment that i've had and that's like my goal whether it fails or not you know it happens yeah but like for me my me, me reaching what i considered myself to be sober was being able to take a drink and not crave it yeah like not physically sit there and like I need it. You I, know? Absolutely. I don't think it's physically possible for me to feel that way and not crave it to do. Yeah. Well, you've talked, you've talked openly about how you have a, a very ad addictive personality. Yeah. And so yeah. like you've probably do things in extremes. I, do you find? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like this company, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, like 
I think that if I had a drink, mm-hmm. like I have a night, recurring nightmares about it. If I had a drink, like if I, my, my nightmare, I'm always like at a party or someone's house and I just pick up what I think is my drink and then it's not. And I have just ch- chugged like a gin and tonic. But I think if I had a drink, I'd probably lose a year of my life. I think yeah. it, it would take me a while to climb out of that. Yeah. I yeah. just, I don't want to be there again, you know? Well, we're proud of you. Thanks. Yeah, five absolutely. years, man. You should be proud of yourself because five years is Thanks, not Jeff. a short amount of time. We just talked about how two weeks is not a, yeah. a short amount of time. Yeah. Five years is like an incredible feat. And even though it's like a constant struggle, you should be proud of yourself because taking that victory again helps you. You know, it helps your mm, mental. Yeah. It helps push you further. So you are wise beyond your 25 years. I was going to say, yeah. 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 <laughs> Bam, bro. You. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead. We'll just renew that contract for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. oh, You're good. We did. Oh, an extra day. I yeah, have we'll a just... job tomorrow. <laughs> we'll Every night I go home, Jeff, you have no idea. I go home to Destiny. I'm like, I'm like, babe, babe, I really hope I have a job <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> and then like I get that little like notification like in Slack. It's like, Joe, you're good to go for tomorrow. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God. It's always at like 11.59. Yeah. 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 Yeah, really yeah, cutting yeah, they're always <laughs> kind of close. It's like anywhere from 11.45 to, to 11.59. It turns out that wasn't an alarm for him to feed Henry. It was alarm. <laughs> that was to remind me that the draft yeah. up the contract. Hey, got to change the date on the contract. Yeah. <laughs> how, uh, let me ask you, how long have you been here now? Two uh, months? A month? Three months. Three months? It's actually, let's see, it's right over three months. Yeah. Okay. You came in January, right? January. Uh, I moved here in January, but I technically got hired beginning, I got hired on the 6th of, of, of December. Right, right, right. I remember when we had the conversation, we are like, so do you want to come work here? We'll hire you. And Joe was like, I'll buy a house today. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, and then he did. I uh, actually, I moved pretty quick. I yeah. moved in like a month. You moved so, very quick, yeah. yeah. How, how has it been so far? How, now that you're three oh, months it. into Rooster Teeth, how does it feel? I love it. Um, yeah? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I was honestly a little nervous just because like me, I came from being like a solo streamer mm-hmm. and it's like, I, I've always wanted to work in groups, but I never had like the availability, right? Yeah. It's like, it's always like, oh, I'm maybe hanging out with like one or two people yeah. on stream and it's, it's so different. And then coming in and like realizing like what I do directly impacts how all my other peers and my, my colleagues, you know, like all the, all my friends now that, that are here, it affects how they do their jobs. Um, called us friends. I kind of just like. I was definitely nervous, but like now that I'm here, I'm, I love it. That's great. <laughs> it has been a delight to watch you replace Trevor and Alfredo's eyes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I think that, hey, wait know, a minute. I think there's been a few comments. He just has more time that, for you know? now. Okay. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. He's always had time for me. Yeah. It's like I'm going, like, so, like, you know, I'm replacing Trevor and Alfredo. Don't tell him this, but okay. like, day by day. So, like, the more daily renewals I get, mm-hmm. It Maybe. shortens their contract. That's the contract. <laughs> the contract yeah. says you're replacing Trevor yeah, and yeah. for one day. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. We were talking about this um, recently. I forget who else was in this conversation, but I was like, man, I don't know that there's ever been someone who has fit so instantly and so perfectly oh, like Joe has. You. Like, yeah. just like immediately. Aww, yeah. thank you it's guys. taken like no time at all for you to feel like right at home. Oh, I think and it's also. And of course, like. Uh, everyone knew it Achievement Hunter has just been yeah. such a perfect thing. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's, yeah. That, that's not to discredit in, oh, anybody no. else in Achievement Hunter, but yeah, you, uh, you've you definitely, on day one, it seemed like you'd been here for five years. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah, it I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously it was the help of like everyone else too. Like they've made it feel mm-hmm. like home, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you've made me feel super welcome and you're, you're the OG, you know, <laughs> like it, it, the oldest of Jesus. Yeah, the oldest of Jesus. Yeah. And so, like, you know, it, it, that, that part helps for sure mm-hmm. is just having that support of like, you might be new, but we're going to treat you like you've been here for who knows how long. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it's just been so nice to have like new people come onto the team just because, like, I mean, Jeff, you could probably attest to this, but 
like achievement hunter and all the groups have been just like the same people for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And it's always hard to bring in new people because it's such a huge barrier to entry. And it, it's such an intimidating dynamic to watch and to walk into, you know, and it, it, I, I don't know how people do it. I really don't. It's uh, it, that barrier to entry is got to be very intimidating. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a little a little staggering, like a little daunting yeah. to see it like for the first time in person, like seeing how like like Michael, Trevor and, and Fredo and like all of them just kind of going like going after each other, like with every little bit and just like without falter, like a, like anything in between. And it was it, it felt a little scary because I was like, yeah. am I am I going to be able to match that? Yeah. Am I going to be able to add something to that? Because I, I don't think for me it's about fitting in. It's about adding something to the team mm -hmm. and, you know, or else why am I here if right. I don't add something to it? Right. So. I think I think part of the the blessing and the curse of what we do at Rooster Teeth is we make what we do look very easy <laughs> and oh. acceptable. And but you are right that what they do um, at Achievement Hunter it is a chaotic but well oiled machine, mm -hmm. and they are doing hard. It, it is hard work to do what they do and to make it look so seamless. And it requires a tremendous amount of chemistry and shorthand, creative shorthand between people, but also a lot of repetitions, a lot of years of working together and getting to know each other. And uh, it's it is it's a really impressive thing what they do, uh, what everybody at Rushdie does. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and making uh, no everybody for sure, but making uh, I'm just speaking to him about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's an age. But Jeff, um, talk about me more. <laughs> I'm sorry, I will. Uh, but uh, it it it, it, it it's, I guess it's a testament to how good they all are at it because it looks so seamless and so effortless yeah. on camera, I think. Yeah. And they, they don't just see, like, these are really talented people doing a really good, talented job to make it look like yeah, that. Yeah, I think That's simple. the one person who made it really easy, though, was Lindsay, because Lindsay yeah. would open up a lot of, like... Um, sections in the conversation to kind of push me Lindsay's and really other like that, yeah. like yeah. kind beak into the conversation and kind of uplift us mm -hmm. so they've been a lifesaver with that because it allows all the new people to feel like we we have a a, a moment to like mm -hmm. get our piece in and yeah. be a part mm -hmm. of what's going on yeah so that definitely helped a lot it's always good to have someone early, who's very socially yeah. aware like that yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. what's going on it's like one of those. It's like one of those uh, like bullet trains that never stops, and you just kind of kind of jump on, and <laughs> yeah. you know, when it's off yeah. the races. You just never know where to jump in in those early days. It's hard. Lindsay is a great facilitator, though. They they they, they handle that role very well. Mm -hmm. Jack Jack uh, used to do a pretty good job of that too. I know he's old and lame now, but yeah. You know. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Because because Jack's been on sabbatical, so mm -hmm. uh, I haven't seen much of him since I moved. I don't think I don't think I saw him at all until like a couple a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because so. he he hasn't really been in the office. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we well, I mean, he comes in. We do annual pass, but yeah. And I know Gavin's been like busy with some other stuff that mm -hmm. he's been working on, so he's been out of the office and mm -hmm. off the podcast. Obviously, you guys have noticed that I'm sure for a little bit. But yeah, he lost a he lost a bet on fuckface that he has to do on this podcast. So oh. people want him to come back so we can do the bet. Oh, no. Is that why he's been avoiding us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he went to England to avoid wearing 64 pieces of clothes at once on this podcast. Is that what it is? 64 yeah. pieces yeah. of clothes? He and Andrew had a bet. Andrew, they bet that Andrew couldn't beat Donkey Kong 64 in 48 hours? 44 hours? And what? if they did, then Donkey Kong Country? Is that what it is? I don't know. The, Any... the long one? 
64 is like the three platform. Lanky Kong. Yeah, that's 64. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, so he had to beat it start to finish or 100% it okay. in, uh, in like so 40 like, hours. There's like, did you it. could look up like a speed run for like seven minutes probably. Yeah, but yeah. they had to be 100%. Okay. So there's yeah. a, there, there was a bunch of shit he had to collect and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah and he did it. And uh, if he hadn't done it, he would have to eat a banana every day for 64 days. Can't stand bananas, which is I don't get, but whatever. Uh, and then Gavin has to wear 64 items of clothing, so... Since Andrew I feel like did the banana it thing easily, is turns out forty-four hours is a ton of time. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. did it. Can't wait to have him on. Yeah. So next time you see Gavin, he's gonna <laughs> just have him wear uh, sixty-four, or like sixty-four socks. What Andrew gets to pick. See if, so we'll see. He gets to see pick. if he can walk around yeah. properly. With yeah, you could wear like some scarves. You could wear like a few gloves. There's, yeah. You could. There's a way to divvy it up. I think that looks rings manageable. or those counters that cheating. That probably is like jewelry. Yeah, right? that's jewelry. Accoutrement. Yeah, I guess you guys have to specify. It's, I, I have nothing to do with it. It's what, whatever Andrew <laughs> okay. says. Andrew Andrew gets to, to pick, so. All right, well, uh, it's about time to wrap up the main podcast, but we're going to be doing the post show right after this. Mm-hmm. So if you are a first member, you'll be able to watch that very soon. Um, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you buy your tickets for Achievement Hunter Live. See them on tour. The uh, normal podcaster we're doing the RT podcast on April 1st. And just have a wonderful rest of your night. Thank you guys for joining us. Bye. Yeah,